0: Welcome back to the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode is episode number 60, Big six zero, And today I'm talking about what we got going on in the month of October. And like I mentioned in this episode, we're about halfway through the fall semester and I wanted to share some of the cool things that we are doing, some of the things that we have planned or maybe some activities we've already done. I hope you enjoy everything I'm going to talk through. But before I get into the episode, we have a lot of former Kentucky strength coaches that have birthdays in October. It's a super busy birthday month for us. And I hope I don't forget anybody, but I wanted to wish happy birthday to AJ Mott, Taylor Haslinger, Alicia Carrillo, Ethan Corals, Bridget Hambone Hamill, Aaron Broke, Scott Willis, Joe Novak, and the one and only Steph Tracy Simmons. Also, my son, Will, has a birthday in October, and also uh, does Coach DeVrent's son, Kanan DeVrent. A lot of birthdays. Like always, I hope you enjoy my conversation. We are closing in on being halfway through the fall semester of 2022, and I wanted to use this podcast episode to talk through some of the things we are doing as a strength staff that I think are unique and worth sharing. Now, the first two things I'm going to talk through are going to be specific to our coaching assistants, which are our young strength coaches. And the first thing I want to talk about is our mock interviews, because I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast yet. But one of the goals that we have as a staff is that we want an extremely high placement rate of our coaching assistants to their next job, whatever that next step is in their career. Now, some of them might be looking for another internship. Some of them might be looking for a graduate assistant spot, and then others with a lot more experience might be looking for their first full-time job. And one of the ways that we prep them for whatever that next step might be is by setting up mock interviews for them. But before this happens, the first thing that we gotta do is make sure that their resume and their cover letter are solid. So a couple weeks ago, Gabby and Britton Jones sat down with our coaching assistants and they went over their application material. They were able to get some feedback from them. They were able to make some adjustments to the resume and cover letter before they sent it off to the people that they were going to do the mock interview with. So let's talk about the details of the mock interview. Each one of our coaching assistants was able to interview with an athletic trainer, a sport coach, somebody from administration, and then one or more of our full-time strength coaches. Great opportunity for them. And just so you know, we have them apply for a position, a fictional position here at Kentucky, and we also assign sports with it. So for this go around in the fall of 2022, the position the strength coach position was going to work with the sport of golf and swimming. Now let's talk about why this is a win win for everybody involved. The obvious thing out there is that it's a win for our coaching assistants because they get the experience of interviewing with multiple different people they're able to get feedback on what they did well what they need to improve on so that when real interviews roll around they have that experience in their back pocket but I also want to make it a point to say that it's it's also a win for the people doing the mock interview and here's why when we choose our coach uh, our sport coach for this activity we always try to choose a young assistant that aspires to be a head coach one day this gives that individual the opportunity to gain experience interviewing somebody that potentially would be on their staff so that when they are a head coach years down the road they have a little bit of experience they can pull from when they have to go through the interview process of hiring people onto their staff. So like I said, it's a very intentional activity that we have had in play for quite a while. But it's a win win for everybody involved. Next thing I'm going to talk about is our programming project defense. Now I did a whole episode on the structure of our programming projects. And I believe that's episode 53 of the one Two Kentucky Blue podcast. So if you want an understanding of how we have all that set up for our young strength coaches, go ahead and give that podcast episode a listen. But just this last week, our coaching assistants defended their first programming project for the fall semester. This was an off-season lifting program for the sport of tennis. Now, we believe this is an extremely important part of a strength coach's development. Not only do you need to be able to write a solid strength conditioning program, but you also gotta be able to defend it. And a big part of that is explaining your why. And not only knowing your why, but explaining it to people that probably have a lot more experience than you do. So we make our coaching assistants stand up in front of a a meeting room and they have to defend their program in front of our full-time strength coaches. Now, what does that translate to? Well, hopefully it gives them a little bit more confidence and experience when speaking in public because one of the things that they're gonna have to do when they are even a graduate assistant and especially a full-time strength coaches, they're gonna to have to write a program and then probably have to explain it to the sport coaches that they're working with. So hopefully the activities of the mock interviews, the programming project defense, they're gaining that experience that they're gonna to have to use sooner or later. And they're gonna be able to take that feedback that they're gonna receive and be able to be a better strength coach in the long run because of it and the last thing i'm going to mention with these two activities is that it's it's been an intentional activity something that's been a part of our staff for many 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 years and has grown as and developed but our overall goal is we want to make sure our young strength coaches are gaining the experience that they need so that when they do move on from kentucky they can be great ambassadors of our strength conditioning program Once again, a win for them, then also a win for us. Next thing I'm gonna talk about, one thing we have been doing in the month of October for about five to six years now is swim workouts. So us as a strength staff will write up some swim workouts each week. We'll go to the pool and knock those out. You can follow along with what those swim workouts are if you follow us on instagram Uh, but i wanted to take a minute here to explain why why we do these swim workouts and the main reason is that it gets us outside of our comfort zone and we all know that once you get outside your comfort zone that is where growth truly happens and as strength coaches we're extremely comfortable in the weight room we're comfortable with a barbell in our hand a barbell on our back that's in our wheelhouse but As soon as you throw us into a pool and make us swim a few laps, we're extremely uncomfortable, mainly because swimming is very hard. But like I said, as soon as you start getting out of your comfort zone, you're doing uncomfortable things, you're doing hard things, that's where you're going to grow as an individual. Now, I want to talk about where you're going to grow. And the obvious one is you're going to become a better swimmer. Um, You're going to learn how to better technique with your stroke. Um, and for a lot of us, you're gonna make a huge improvement in that month because it might be a skill that you never had. So beginning of October to the end of October, you're gonna become a much better swimmer. Another thing I wanted to mention is that it helps, not only me, it reaffirms my respect that I have for our swimmers, but it uh, a lot of our young strength coaches work with our swim team. So them being able to understand the demands that our swimmers have on them in regards to how hard swimming is. And most of the time, our swimmers are in the pool early in the morning, and they're coming right to uh, their lift right after that. It, we gain so much respect for those athletes, and I'm going to put it in perspective for you. Our hardest, I shouldn't say hardest, our longest swim that we do um, in the month of October, as a strength staff, is no more than 450 yards. To put that in perspective on what that means for our swimmers at UK, when they warm up in the pool each and every day, their warm up is no less than a thousand yards. Unreal. We're dead after 450 yards, and they're not even halfway through their warm up um, at 450 yards because their warm up is a thousand yards plus. So like I said, we gain so much respect for our UK swimmers because we do this each and every October. Uh, Another observation I made to the staff earlier this week is that I always find myself being so hungry. So as soon as I get done with a swim workout, I'll shower, I'll change, I'll get back to the office, And then i'll sit down and be like i am starving so i can only imagine how our swimmers feel after a two-hour practice or after swimming 700 yards or whatever it is how hungry they are right after getting done with their swim workout so big part of that is we gain so much respect for our swimmers uh each and every october um but we got to understand that you know, we're doing something hard, we're getting outside our comfort zone. It's just not about or limited to, limited to us being better swimmers. A lot of it comes down to us becoming more disciplined and having a better grasp on our self-discipline. And I wanted to explain that a little bit. I feel like I said it a thousand times swimming is hard. So even before we have to jump in the pool each week, we develop some perseverance, some, um, some discipline, because we have to plan that out. So us doing these swimming workouts, we develop self-discipline, we develop perseverance because the pool is not the weight room. Meaning that if I wanted to get a workout one day and I didn't really have it planned out about what time I was doing it, that weight room is still right outside my office. I know what the weight room schedule is. So at any given time I could be like, oh, there's a free rack right there. I got a free hour. How about I go get my workout in now? Not a lot of discipline associated with that but when it comes to our swimming pool at Kentucky, the pool is only open to us for a limited amount of time. I think it's Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's the current open swim hours. So we have to prioritize, we have to plan, we have to be forward thinkers, we have to get all that done to make sure that we get our swim workouts in each and every week. Now, the discipline comes in is that, like I said, swimming's hard, said that a 1000 times now swimming's hard. So we're prioritizing something we're planning something we're being forward thinkers with an activity that we probably don't want to do that we know is going to be tough. And it's a, a limited time that we are able to get that workout in. It's not like the weight room where we can just hop in and do something hard in the weight room whenever we feel like it. We gotta prioritize, we gotta plan. So as we're doing all of that, that means that we're developing discipline and hopefully that carries over into other aspects of our life. And I have no doubt that when we walk out of the month of October and we're done with the mandatory swim workouts that we're doing as a staff, we're gonna be better people and better professionals because of it. Last thing I wanted to touch on in this episode is that we're about halfway through the semester. I told you about what we're doing as a staff in the month of October, but it also means that our student athletes are dealing with midterm exams right now. And I say that because I do believe that we have to be aware of the academic demands that our student athletes are facing on a weekly basis, you know, a monthly basis, whatever it might be. And we got to understand that when their demands in academics are abnormally high, we got to be thinking about what we can do as their performance staff to help maybe lessen the load. And it's going to be different for every athlete every team but I wanted to give this example. So if I know with our volleyball team, that a majority of the players have a lot of hard exams one week, maybe I can be a forward thinker, maybe I can think through what lifts they're doing that week and maybe i had an early morning lift planned on a tuesday maybe not the best thing to do during a a week where their academics are exam week where you know it's going to be a really hard week for them academically so maybe i can offer them an alternative lift time maybe i can say hey those that want to stay on our normal routine we're going to lift on tuesday morning let me know if you want to come then or maybe um, you could get it done after practice. That might mean a little bit more work on my end, a little a little bit more time spent on one single lift for that one team, but it might make a difference. It might lessen their load a little bit. And it might mean a lot to them that I even thought about it. And it w- would help build relationships with that team or those student athletes. So my main point being is that as strength coaches, we got to be mindful of the academic demands uh, that are being placed on our student athletes, especially during this time midterm midterm exams, when we know that academics that demand of academics is going to be abnormally high. So, that's what we got going on uh, halfway through the semester, the month of October. Uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing about our mock interviews, programming project defense, and our swimming workouts. Like always. If you got any feedback for us, don't hesitate to reach out to us at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks, and go cats!